0: Welcome to On the Rise, a podcast about female college tennis players on the way up. On the Rise serves compelling stories and unique voices in women's college tennis. This is your host, Perry Shinin. In this episode of On the Rise, I will be speaking with Bowdoin College junior Kennedy Carter, who achieved a top 20 national doubles ranking this past fall. Led by head coach Ben Lamana, Kennedy and her partner reached the semifinal round of the ITA New England Regionals in 2021. Welcome to another episode of On The Rise Podcast. This is your host, Perry, and I'm joined by Kennedy Carter from Bowdoin Women's Tennis. Kennedy, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm good. Where are you?
1: (laughs) So right now I'm in Barcelona, Spain, studying abroad.
0: So you're a junior now and not on campus for the season. How does that feel? Yeah, it, it
1: was definitely a struggle or a battle in that decision, um, especially when getting back on campus and meeting the, at least all the girls. I only knew one of the girls when I got to campus or really knew them and played with them before. And that was my co-captain Fleming. And other than that, I didn't know any of them. And so once I got there um, and I got to know them and hung around them and we went through, we went through like our off season tournaments and things like that. And I, it's it's hard. It was a hard decision to make for sure because they're a great group of girls. Um, we really got along, and we were all we were all like very hilarious with our own personalities and everything. <laughs> um, but I think the best way I can support them is by um, checking in on them constantly, like just even if that doesn't even have to be through text because it's so hard to text people when you're here. So like Snapchat, Instagram, sliding up on their stories and things like that. And, you know, just really being there and getting them like really excited for the season, even though I haven't had a full season myself, I still think that we are like, we have a good group and they can do a lot of great things. And like having them know that I know that I think is really helpful because I know as a freshman, like if there was doubt from anyone, like you felt that because it's such a small team, um, and I want them to know that, like, even though I'm across the country, I'm still wanting to, you guys to do well. I'm still going to be, like, logging on to watch your matches and things like that.
0: Uh, you know, I'm sure that they feel and appreciate that support. And, and I guess if I'm going to ask personally, is it hard for you to not be there competing or are you okay with it at this point?
1: Um, a little bit of both. I feel like when, I've, when the season ended um, in the fall – it really like kind of struck me like, oh wow, like I'm about to leave this campus for six like, like four months and like I won't be back until my senior year. And I had an amazing doubles partner and we did really well together and like we clicked and knowing how well we did it kind of like sucked because it was like, Oh my gosh, there's only one way to go and that's up after you like make that connection. So it was really hard to, you know, leave all that behind. And but at the same time, um, I think I've come to terms with like, I, this is out of my control at this point because of the situation that COVID kind of threw in my face as a freshman and having me leave campus for almost two years and all of that. It's like, I also thought to myself, you know, you got to do what makes you happy because life is short and we really realized that over COVID. Um, so at that point, I was like, okay, I have to do this because I've always wanted to. So I did and I'm still on the team and I really wanna support them and balance it all. So yeah.
0: In a foreign country studying abroad, what does balance mean?
1: Well, I realized that balance <laughs>
0: does not mean to keep
1: stay busy all the time and go, 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 go. Like balance is sometimes just taking time for yourself and sitting down and meditating, reading a book, watching a movie something that just makes you disconnect because before I always thought like something that really kept my life balanced and together was when I was always doing something and I felt like I was always being productive but now I've come to realize especially being here in Barcelona like everything's a lot slower everyone takes their time to enjoy the moment and to not rush and really enjoy being with family and friends or whatever and so I'm really taking that and it was a shock because what really blew my mind when I got here was how they have like a three-hour lunch break and they also have like a designated siesta time which is like where they go and like take a nap things like that um, and then they also have like a 10 a.m break in the morning when they are at work and they have to go and get or they're supposed to like go get coffee and like disconnect so they have this energy of like enjoying life sounds weird <laughs> Because <laughs> if I was, if, if I was telling myself this like a few years ago, I've been like, do nothing. What do you mean? I have to always do something. But but really, like you can do a lot for yourself. You just kind of just do nothing and you sit there.
0: And how has that changed you?
1: Um, I'm a more relaxed person. Like someone asked me, like, Candy, hey, are you freaking out because of this is happening and that's happening? I said, at this point. It is what it is. Like I can't I can't I can't change it, you know, I can't like try to fix it anyway. So let it roll off. And if that's what's happening, that's what's happening. And then we go from there. So I think I've really gotten better at doing that. I'm not an expert just yet, but I think I've gotten a lot better than how I was before.
0: So, you know, for those of us who don't know, what are you studying full time at Bowdoin?
1: So my major is government and legal studies and Africana studies.
0: Very cool. I want to talk about your internship. Um, Yeah, I interned uh, for
1: my senator of Louisiana, um, Bill Cassidy, and he worked in labor and education and health. And so while I was there, I did a lot of research on um, dyslexia in prisons and the dyslexia to prison pipeline and how that works for a lot of kids in public schools. I also worked on research about how COVID is impacting students and when they go back to school, the learning loss that they may have due to not being actually physically in school, but actually online school and, and who it impacts more um, and how it's going to set back a lot of students when they return to school. And then in terms of like labor, I researched a lot of things on like franchising and who that benefits and who that doesn't and why it's a good thing to have franchises and why some people may oppose them. And like also being from there and growing up in the school system, um, I'm able to be like, Oh, my experience was like this. And then also hear other people's experiences as well, which is also really nice. Um, And I'm all about learning more how we can like make education more of a of a tool that everyone can grasp. And that's something that's equal for everyone, um, which isn't always the case. Um, but that's still a lot of work to be done. But yeah,
0: I love that. That's so cool. And I mean, you know, so much of education is just so complex. But obviously, if we have future leaders like you in education, then <laughs> we can. I feel like we're all in good hands. So that's awesome. Right. And so you know, in terms of what you want to do, do you want to go down the education path?
1: Not in terms of teaching. I really want to do, I know it's, I want to work in Congress at the end. Like that's the ultimate goal, I think, somewhere in government where I can actually make an impact or at least try to and be a part of a group of people that pushes for change. So yes, I think I want to be in education, but more of like the policies and ways of figuring out how to make it more equitable for everyone.
0: Yes, no, absolutely makes sense. And so that is obviously not the only internship that you've done. <laughs> Do you want to take me through a few of the many others? Oh, um,
1: so, it, well, actually, my freshman year of college, I interned at the Innocence Project in New Orleans. And basically, I was looking into how this African-American um, New Orleanian was wrongfully accused of, I think he killed someone from a smaller town, like, they saw him and they're like, okay, yeah, you were the one who did it. And basically when going through all the research and the news reports and the data, it turns out that there is no way that he could have been there because he was somewhere else. Like, but at the end of the day, he took a plea deal. So I was looking at that and that really opened my eyes to how many people do take plea deals just because it's more convenient and because It's better for their case in terms of that. Like this guy I was looking at, he couldn't take his case to trial because you have witnesses who already have preconceived notions about you. Um, And so really looking at that opened my eyes about how many people are wrongfully accused um, in the state of Louisiana, but also in the United States. So I think that that opened my eyes to a big issue. And that's why I wanted to go into criminal law. But then things shifted when I got more into my Gov um, major and got more into my African Studies major and realized that I can mix those two and kind of do both, like help the prison system and help education and help people of color by just being in Congress. And because honestly, at the end of the day, I realized that education and ethnicity are two big things that are prevalent in everyone's life in some way. And so if we start there, like, and we put those two things together, how can we develop change and in what ways we can do that?
0: Amazing. So cool. So now we can talk about tennis. How did your tennis, you know, how did your perspective on the sport change when you entered college?
1: Yeah. um, So USTA is very individual. Like it's the most solo thing you can ever, I think as a tennis player that you can go through. Um, And I think a lot of sports have their like, Solo moments, but I think tennis has this very unique thing where it's like one, you're always chasing a ranking. That's one thing I realized. Like, you're never like, you may be like, Oh, I'm going to this tournament and I've played so well and I got to this round and that made my ranking go from like 15 to 10. And then, but you can't stop, right? You have to go to the next tournament because if you do, then the next person below you will. Play another tournament, and you'll you know move on. Um, so that's one thing I realized by entering college is kind of like there's more stability. I feel like in terms of the team, having that team aspect allows you to one focus on each other and not as much as the numbers and the ranking. Um, and I think and your development as well, which I really find is helpful. But being on a college team, you always have someone to hit with either the men's team or the women's team. Of and you always have, even your coach will hit with you. That's the great thing. It's like, you will never run out of people to hit with. Um, and they'll always be supporting you and wanting you to go out and play more. So like, there's just a bigger support system in college um, when it comes to playing. And that's a big perspective that I gained. And yeah.
0: Is that true? Do you hit with the men's team?
1: Um, I'm, This year, I've been really close with a lot of the guys on the men's team or Bowden men's team. Um, and so yeah, I've gotten hit with a few of them. Um, they're a big support system, at least for all, all of us. But I think for me it's a great group of guys and I've gotten to know them pretty well. And so like, I really I really enjoy being around them and they've they've made it ten times more fun. i it feels like for me I've gotten a bigger team because they're there, if that makes sense. Like I don't just have the women's team, I have the men's team as well. Um, so yeah, it's really I tell my mom all the time, I'm like, mom like I did not expect coming back from covid to be around a group of guys that're actually supportive and like wanting to like get to know the women's team and get to know me as a player and all of that stuff which is really nice um cuz they came to our ITA and like they were really into it which was so funny to see um and it was fun too
0: so cool i think it's such a great culture in college tennis when the men and women practice together or at least like support mm-hmm. each other in matches i think that's so cool yeah where is
1: where is tennis going to fit in your future? Where is, oh gosh, yeah, that's a great question. I think I'll always love the game of tennis. It made me who I am and it's like giving me the personality that I have. I think sports in general give everyone particular personalities. Like I find myself being in a group of people. I'm like, yep, that's an athlete right there. I right know for sure. So it's like one of those things that I think tennis really helped me a lot and gave me a lot of tools that I could use um, in my day-to-day life and I think I'll always love watching tennis because it's so exciting and seeing who's coming up behind you um, and who are the greats and all of that um, but personally you know tennis hopefully I have time for it after college um, I think it's a great way to meet people and it's a lot of great I mean a lot of people play tennis um, whether that be like seriously or just for fun so I think it'll always be there for me just because it's a sport that is I feel like it's universal some sports you have to like stop playing at a certain age or like you can't there's not facilities in the community that allow you to play it or but tennis is always something I can be 90 and I can be walking on the court and I can still go and hit a ball or get a lesson in you know so I think tennis is is going to be there Um, it's going to be hard to fit it in but I think tennis has made me someone who is driven to maintain my abilities as an athlete, um, just in in general. Um, So I think it's going to always, it's going to be there. My name is Kennedy Carter and I'm On The Rise.
0: This has been an episode of On The Rise, a tennis channel podcast in partnership with Behind The Racket and produced by Molly Schulson. Join us next time to continue our conversation about women's college tennis. This is Perry Shinen On The Rise.